Welcome to Heart and Soul, the radio show dedicated to all things BDSM. My name is Mistress Elisa. I'm a dominatrix, BDSM counselor, and life coach. Listen, you've got questions, and I've got answers. And I'll be talking to you from my heart and soul. introduction. Why don't you help me to remember, of course I already know, I have all of my notes on you and I know you well, but why don't you help me to remember how you came to me and why? Well, I was um, on Night Flirt and I came across your profile, which I found very interesting. And one day I just decided to call and see um, see what, I guess, you were all about. So you noticed my profile before you called me? Yes. About how long was that? How long of a time was it that you noticed me but didn't reach out to me? Um, probably a... Probably a couple of weeks. The initial when I saw your profile it said how serious you were about um, the dedication with your callers that you have and at first I was unsure about it and I guess I just needed time to think about it and make sure I was ready for something like that so what were you thinking about exactly this is interesting we've never talked about this what were you thinking about exactly? Um, well, it was one of those situations where it's kind of a be careful what you wish for because I've I've looked up stuff about tease and denial before, mm-hmm. and I, in the moment, I guess I was uncertain or nervous about actually um, creating that type of relationship with someone. So what kind of call were you normally interested in? Um, Something that had to do with tease and denial, but made me feel like it was just in that moment that there was no, nothing else no other connections that would be uh, that would be held to me, I guess. You know that I like to read in between the lines. So it was immediate gratification, you getting off, and then being able to go on about your day. Right. Mm-hmm. How long did you engage in the lifestyle in that manner? Um, for probably for um, a few months. Mm. How fulfilling was that? How fulfilling was it? Um, In the moment it was, but Mm -hmm. having it be a regular thing is much more fulfilling. Tell me the difference 
between approaching BDSM, specifically dominance and submission, that aspect of the lifestyle as gameplay and as sex play versus looking at it as something more along the lines of a lifestyle choice. Um, one of them, I feel like you're more, I guess, emotionally involved in one and in that for myself, it's more uh, fulfilling sexually as well. Mm-hmm. And having that be a constant thing, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's reassuring and it just feels feels good to know that that is there. You are relatively new with me, Brian. You started with me on June 6th. It is now the middle of, I'm sorry, the first week of July. So it's just a little under a month that you have been with me. Most of the people who are on my interview list who are submissives have been with me for, let's say, at least six to eight months. At least. But several of them have been with me for two years. Why do you think I invited you, a newbie who has had such a problem getting started, to be on my show as a submissive? Um, I guess not only to show various stages in the process or different levels um, of a submissive, but um, I guess some sort of interest you have in me as well, possibly. I can be interested in anything. Why am I giving you this chance? Tell me that. Um, maybe I've impressed you in some way or you something. You have. What is it about what you've done that has impressed me? Now what I'm doing is testing your ability to understand me. And that's only something that you can do if you give any kind of a fuck about me. You know, if you're not using this space, we've had these kinds of conversations before where I'm testing and probing to see if you're paying attention, to see if you're listening. What is it about what you've done that has pleased me, Brian? I've been honest with you and mm-hmm. I've completed my assignments mm-hmm. and I've had some baseline of understanding of what you want of me. Besides that, I'm not too sure. And that's one thing that I know that I, that I've been struggling with is seeing the bigger picture when you ask these questions. Good boy. I'm still learning. Mm, Yes, you are. That's an ongoing part of the process, by the way. You never stop learning. Never. Right. Mm. Tell me about your experience in listening to Sam 
S's interview. That was the very first Confessions of a Submissive Man that I did, and it has opened the door to a brand new segment. I have a number of submissives who are going to be on the show to share their own unique stories. What was it about Sam S.'s interview that stuck with you? A lot of it was the um, the connection that I noticed that the two of you had and the vulnerability there. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that um, there was a growth in this relationship that the two of you had and um, you knew him very, very well and he knew he knew you fairly well. And a lot of it was seeing his struggles, seeing where he has grown. And for myself, it, it showed me where I can be at some point and what, um, what I need to do in order to, to grow. What do you need to do in order to grow, Brian? Be specific with me. I need to, be more vulnerable, be more open. Mm-hmm. I need to try and pay attention to the smaller details more, mm-hmm. which is what I've been kind of struggling with so far. That I think that's one of the main things. Good boy. You're doing really well. Let's talk about this assignment that I gave you. So you call, you actually do not call my counseling counseling line. A lot of people do. That's where the majority of my business comes from. But I became a little bit, I don't want to say bored with that, but I wanted something else that would allow me to just play because with the counseling clients, I have to be careful. <clears throat> I have to be mindful of, you know, their family situations, their um, life goals. It's all about them. They are, in essence, learning to be good boys so that they can learn and grow. But there's not that feeling of the person being there to entertain me to be trained by me for my pleasure. And so I opened this assignment vault line, which is the one that you call. Now, Brian, how old are you? I'm 25. Mm-hmm. Of course, I know that. But because I'm going to be altering your voice, they will not know that. So I want them to know that they're not listening to someone who's in his 40s after the, the voice distortion is applied you will sound like a much older man but you are 25 you are young and you're on this journey I want to talk about your assignment because when you told me your age I tested you I denied you right from the start and what was it that you wanted when you first called in, how did um, you see your tease and denial going? That what I wanted and what the assignments would be 
catered to me. They would be for me. When I called you, I found out very early on that that was not the case, that you were giving the assignments for you. <laughs> and what did I do with your horny ass? <laughs> you denied me and you made me wait, mistress. Yes, I did. That was a test which you passed. You did not throw a tantrum. You did not change in your tone, either your actual tone or the way that you interacted with me. You actually melted a bit more. You became more compliant, more of a good boy. I deliberately test clients and get rid of them by giving them something that I know that they don't want. And that's one of the ways that I get rid of them. If you don't belong in my space, I simply don't allow you there. It doesn't matter if you have a valid credit card or not. And how did that big picture information impact your way of thinking about my space, Brian? Oh, it, I immediately wanted to be their mistress. The way that I saw it, I initially went in um, knowing what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But after the first week, after the first assignment, it showed me that you were not going to give me what I wanted, but what I needed instead. Good boy. And the fact that you can see the difference just impresses me so much. I'm pleased with you. Let's talk about your assignment, your most recent assignment, because it's only been just under four weeks for you. But each week you check in and each week I give you an assignment as to when you can touch that dick and for how long. Let's talk about your most recent assignment, the one that I gave you over the past week. Do you remember the details? Yes. Um, of course. So you gave me the, the assignment last Tuesday, exactly a week ago. And on Tuesday, I personally walked you through a very intense tease and denial session. We'll talk about that in a bit. So after that tease and denial session, in which I granted you release, your assignment started. So tell me about your assignment. So not including that day, but every day following up until Saturday, I was to edge myself and tease myself for five minutes mm -hmm. three times a day mm -hmm. and then Saturday was my last time that I was to do that mm -hmm. and then there was no touching until you well until you told me otherwise so let's break this down and of course I'm smiling as I go through this breakdown so I walked you through a tease and denial session last Tuesday. That was the last time that you came between that time and today, which is an exact seven day week from that Tuesday. You are 25 years old. You're horny as fuck. You're always walking around with a boner, aren't you, Ryan? <laughs> yes, mistress. So why have you done this assignment? Because it pleases you, mistress. Why is pleasing me so important to you? 
because it gives me purpose, mistress. What is your purpose, sweetheart? My purpose is to please you, mistress. Yes, it is. And so from Saturday, which was the last time that you edged or teased and denied yourself for those three times a day, you've had Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Three days of no touching whatsoever. Have you been faithful to the assignment, Brian? It's been difficult, but I have, mistress. How difficult has it been? Let's talk about that. And I think you've said that it's more difficult to not touch at all than it is to edge. It is. It's with edging, there's some satisfaction and pleasure in it where without touching, it's just a building of the frustration and knowing that I can't touch and why I'm not. Um, it essentially arouses me even more and adds to the frustration. Uh-huh. This is been the most difficult assignment that you've given me so far and I honestly can't remember the last time I've (laughs) waited a week yes that was one of the questions that I asked you when you first started what was the longest amount of time that you had gone you told me a week but it was so long ago that you couldn't remember when it was exactly yes it was sometime last year something like that I, I'm not sure but so let's get your confession about how fucking horny you are right now tell me I am so horny it's um well it's honestly I don't remember the last time that I was this horny I don't I don't know if I ever have been yeah probably not I do have a way of pushing your buttons. (laughs) I want to talk about something that's important. Some people would say that it makes no sense to engage in the lifestyle when my a large part of my focus is on um, sex, porn, and masturbation addiction. I want to get your ass worked up and horny and panting for me off the air of course I'm going to pause the interview and I want to talk about that because it's a a question that should be asked and it's one that I think about quite a bit why am I still actively a dominatrix if my focus is so much on counseling well my answer is because We are all still sexual beings. And this idea of telling a man to not be sexual in order to find balance is ridiculous. What I like to do is find that sexual energy and that thing inside of him that is his pulse. And I like to redirect that and bring it into this focus that helps him to 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 bring that sexual energy together in a way that it enhances life, not in a way that he worships his dick. 
it should enhance your life. And it's absolutely absurd to pretend like that part of yourself is not there. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to get your input on that until we get back, Ryan. All right, guys, so we are going to pause, and we will be back in just a moment. All right, we are back, and Brian has just had his brief tease and denial session, about 10 or 12 minutes. Brief, but was it intense, Brian? Oh, so intense, mistress. Mm. How are you feeling right now, besides horny, of course? Uh, my mind is cloudy and I'm just beyond frustrated, mistress. You're beyond frustrated? It's such a beautiful place for you to be in. Good boy. What do you say? Thank you, mistress. Good boy. Now that question that I wanted to address. Yes, I want to know when we when we think about sex porn and masturbation addiction, there are a few characteristic traits that we see in an addict. We see this bouncing from one thing to another and never being satisfied. We see this approach to to the lifestyle and to women as though they are nothing more than objects of their desire and of their pleasure. We see a selfishness, you know, that men, women, she-males, whoever is in the lifestyle is there just for that person's pleasure, that addict. Were you on that path before you reached out to me, Brian? I was, mistress, and I was looking for a more stable and more satisfying lifestyle. What is it like to be sexually aroused and to only interact with people because they excite you sexually, to have no regard for who those people are and to realize that you are just using them and paying them. What does that feel like, Brian? It's very empty and um, shallow. There's no building of anything there. It's very much just a way to uh, satisfy your needs just in the moment. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel after that moment? That moment being, you know, that moment that is just covered in eroticism. How do you feel after your release has passed and you are left there with no distractions? It essentially just would leave me wanting no more. It would, uh, it was a cycle of just um, getting satisfied just in that moment mm-hmm. and then wanting to seek more out. You know what's interesting about this part of the conversation? Well, there are two things. One, you're horny as hell, which I love. But two, 
because of your young age, I'm tr- I've been treating you a bit differently. I want to make sure that if you were in this lifestyle, and again, when I say his age, he is well above legal, guys. He is 25. When I say that, I'm saying, I, I don't want you to get lost here. I feel a little bit of a responsibility for you. Many of my clients are well into their 50s, 60s, and have even started to get calls from men in their 70s. If you don't learn how to be present with yourself, if you don't learn how to respect this lifestyle and you are in the lifestyle, if you don't learn how to respect women or whoever it is that you are attracted to sexually, if you just objectify the people who excite you sexually, you are going to be building a world of hurt and problems for yourself. We've never talked about this before. I simply took you in and started to do what I wanted with you. But deliberately, I have been making this meaningful for you so that you don't want to go back to the empty way of practicing BDSM or DS, which is short for for dominance and submission. What do you think about that, Brian? Well, that was one of the things that immediately um, drew me to to accepting this uh, this role with with you, Mistress. It was the um, the fact that it was more than just those transaction. It was that you actually took time and um, effort into my assignments, and that I mean very much so that you you care. How well would it work if someone just told you to go cold turkey, to leave all of this? sexual stuff alone, to walk away from the fetishes, to close the doors that you've opened, and to just walk away from this, how long would it last? Um, not very long at all, most likely. Have you tried? Um, not really, no. Why not? Because I enjoy it and I like it and it's um, part of my sexual nature in a way. Mm-hmm. Why did you choose submission instead of dominance, instead of being a switch? Why submission? Well, in my personal life, outside of BDSM, um, I myself am the type of person who actually enjoys doing things for other people. Uh, most often, people who in Enjoy. Rarely do I do things for people who don't uh, enjoy and are appreciative of it. I, I enjoy doing things for people who appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm that same way in my sexual life as well. All right. Fair enough. We focus a great deal on the sexual aspects of the lifestyle because that's the space that we are in. But what other types of things do we focus on, Brian? 
um, vulnerability, mm-hmm. being open, um, having complete honesty. Mm-hmm. And uh, besides that, it's just, it's kind of hard to think right now. But <laughs> Why is it hard to think right now, Brian? Because I'm very horny. Yeah, but I never let you off the hook because you're horny. So answer yes, my question. Although I am, I am delighted that you're so horny that it's difficult for you to think. Just means you need to work harder. Who are you working hard for? For you, mistress. Good boy. How does it feel to work hard for me? It feels amazing, mistress. Is there an addictive cycle that you're forming with me? Are you codependent? Are you needing me in order for your life to go around? It's not an addiction, I'd say. It's more um, a, I guess just this type of relationship is something that I want with someone. Mm-hmm. That someone, of course, being you, Mr. Of course. Where if I did not have it, I would be okay, but it's better having it. Mm. How much are you... um, Let's go down the list of what an addict might normally do. Watching porn or engaging with cam girls online. How much do you do that outside of my presence? Actually, we you don't even do that in my presence. So how much are you watching porn? Um before before I was talking to you a lot more it was daily. After that it's just a um I guess something that I use in addition to your assignment, so the five minutes that you give me, mm-hmm. I will implement some some sort of um, something for those five minutes, whether uh-huh. it's porn or reading something or listening to something. I see. All right. And outside of those five minutes that I've allowed for or whatever time that it is that I've given you that week, are you engaging in porn and jerking off to it at all? No, mistress. Are you engaging with cam girls or other doms or women in the lifestyle in order to become sexually excited and or to get off? No, mistress. And I actually haven't done that Mm -hmm. at all since I started talking to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And what I'm doing here is going down the list again to show that there is a way to engage in this lifestyle and for it to be healthy, for it to be fun and fulfilling. Um, Although I am training you to be mine, I actually work with your time and your budget, do I not? Very much so, Mr. I do believe that I've even been generous with free minutes, haven't I, Ben? Yes, you have, Mr. Yeah, if you please me, I'm generous with minutes. 
so this is not a situation where I'm trying to claim you for myself so that no one else can have you. I claim you for myself because I'm interested in you and your level of desperation and servitude and the beauty that I see coming from you as a sub. Mm. But I've never restricted you. I've never told you not to call anyone else, not to see anyone else. I've never done that. No, you haven't, Mr. I want people to understand that this lifestyle is what you make it. If you are a jealous dom who has a huge chip on your shoulder and you're out to make men pay for things that other men have done to you, then what you get out of this lifestyle is pretty damn ugly and tainted. If you, the dom, are present and open and honest and willing to share and you're vulnerable to some extent, then what you're able to get out of your sub is so beautiful. Any parting words, Brian, with our listeners? Um, not much to add, just that this experience in itself has um, really changed my life in more ways than just sexually. I'm glad you said that. I wanted to ask you about that. How has the lifestyle as you've been interacting with me impacted your world outside of BDSM? Well, before before having this relationship with you, um, just like you were speaking about it before, I was like most guys, you know, always thinking sexually, always that always being in the back of my mind where now um, that is more focused. So I've noticed that throughout the day, I tend not to focus on that as much because it's not up to me anymore. I've given that up to you. Good boy. You have a seven day offering inside of yourself an offering. I don't think I've ever explained that, but an offering is come. It's come that's been saved in his body for me. And when he releases it, it's called what, Brian? An offering, mistress. Yes. And an offering for me has absolutely nothing to do with money or tributes or gifts. It purely has to do with what, Brian? It has to do with pleasing you and giving you everything since the last offering that we've that I've given mistress mm-hmm. you've been sitting here naked throughout this interview and since we took that little break and stepped away you've been leaking pre-cum <laughs> and your dick has been quite a distraction have you touched that cock at all without permission during this interview no mistress I tend to believe you, although I can't see you, but I tend to believe you because you are not the quiet sort. (laughs) And as soon as you touch, you go wild. I love it. How difficult has it been to sit here and focus for this interview? 
Very difficult, mistress. How do you feel about giving me an offering today after a long and trying week, Brian? Oh, it would be amazing, mistress. How much do you want it? Oh, I want it more than anything, mistress. Are you ready to beg for it? Yes, I'm ready to beg for it, mistress. You're ready to do anything, aren't you? Yes, mistress. <laughs> Keep your hands off that dick. All right, guys, this has been another segment of Confessions of a Submissive Male. This time it has been with Brian R. I'm going to end the show now. I'm going to go get this offering out of my good boy. And I will talk to you all again next week for another segment of Heart and Soul. See you soon. <laughs>